0: They can't handle the truth. War Room Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome. Uh, It's uh, Friday, 19 May in the year of our Lord, 2023. Uh, Welcome. Uh, I want to take this hour of asked two of the the best folks that we have associated with the War Room to help me out here, because we need a, given the debt ceiling, everything is going on, this out-of-control spending, we need to do a strategic assessment of the early years of the third world war and particularly the situation on the Eurasian landmass around Ukraine uh and why it looks like and you're seeing now all the media start talking about what a long haul this is going to be long haul means the United States is going to be embedded in this just like Iraq and Afghanistan and Korea and all of it for 10 or 20 years and and we need Level-headed people now to see exactly what's going on. I've asked Natalie Winters to join us, um, our executive editor and co-host. Natalie, um, you, you you've made your reputation on going after and doing original investigative reporting. A lot of that has revolved around the Chinese Communist Party, right? Because a lot of ro- roads lead back to Beijing, and, and you've made this this um, this great. Um, uh, analogy or metaphor, but it's not uh, a elite capture, it's elite merger. And you've seen this with the CCP and much of the, between uh, the titans of Wall Street, the oligarchs of Silicon Valley, the Uniparty, what goes on with these companies in the United States. Uh, you've recently been doing stuff focusing also on the Ukraine. Before I get Harnwell on, we're going to talk about all how the media is trying to shift the narrative now in the mindset that this is going to take forever we're going to be here. This is going to be another Iraq, Afghanistan, and we just got to get prepared for it. Gimme, you've had some recent stories about this, but once you pull the camera back and give us your overall assessment, because quite frankly, I can't make sense of this. There's something going on about this Ukraine situation that, and, you, and you've had Durham's report, you have all these other aspects coming on about the Biden's involvement, you've got uh, the Comer investigations now, they got Romania. There's something not right about this Ukraine thing that, quite frankly, is not as clear as you've helped make the CCP's involvement from the cash money point of view. So I'd like you to to tee off this hour by framing this for us, and particularly how we get our arms around this going forward, ma'am.
1: Sure. Well, when I began my career as an investigative journalist, it wasn't necessarily that I set out to expose the Chinese Communist Party. I wanted to focus more so on the concept of elite merger not just elite capture and nine times out of 10 really 99 times out of 100 uh, given the political class that occupies this city but especially uh, the political regime that occupies the white house it was the chinese communist party conducting a lot of these compromise and foreign influence operations but frankly i think i've sort of seen the advent of a very similar situation going on when it comes to ukraine and I, i definitely agree with you that there's an element. Of just sort of confusion right you can't really understand what is playing out um, in that country between ukraine and russia from a from a logical point of view and nine times out of ten as someone who really has focused on foreign influence operations and how they work here in the united states uh, my gut instinct tells me that there's some level of compromise some level of conflict of interest going on and i think we'd obviously be remiss to not point out the fact that the biden family just like they do in China uh, and a bunch of other countries have, of course, interesting financial arrangements going on and emanating out of the country of Ukraine. Of course, it goes all the way to the bio labs that a, a biotech company that Hunter Biden was invested in was partnered with and working on while they were receiving funds from um, Obama's Department of Defense. So there's certainly similar elements of this you know, murky, untraceable corruption. But when you really dig down Um, I think what's interesting in the Ukraine aspect, I don't think it's just a a compromise in terms of you know, hard cash money power. I also think there's an ideological element to it too. Uh, It's sort of like Chinese Communist Party compromise, but they also have the added benefit where I think supporting Ukraine has become a cause much like supporting BLM or any of these other kind of trendy, these things that it's hip to do, it's cool to do. Um, And that I think is frankly a very, very, very dangerous element and dangerous combination. And the unfortunate byproduct of that Um, And I think where we see this defense of Ukraine emanating from strongest is unfortunately our federal government and particularly um, agencies that are interested in engaging in the information uh, war. Because as we know, yeah, Ukraine is now a kinetic war, But nine times out of 10, I I think, at least in this day and age, we've certainly seen it with the Chinese Communist Party. Um, Although I'd argue with what's going on at the border right now, we have seen it. It turn to kinetic warfare. Um, But this is really being conducted in the realm of information. And that, of course, rests upon the ability to censor misinformation and disinformation. And people should remember that, you know, a few months prior when there was that massive story about, all of the efforts from the department of homeland security and cisa all of these groups that really should be focused on you know cybersecurity, anti-piracy actual election integrity but instead we found out that their primary agenda was really censoring information online in collusion and in partnership with the social media platforms and when we got sort of the white papers or the outlines of what really their area of operations were, what they were focusing on, people were really quick to focus on how they were trying to censor information about elections, information about COVID origins and vaccines, but always buried in there, you know, sub point C or D, it also had to do with Ukraine and of course the uh, Afghanistan withdrawal. But Ukraine is one of these issues that has enjoyed similar, as you always call it, Praetorian Guard status um, as a lot of these other issues that have had, you know, full force protection, complete witness protection program um, from the deep state, from the permanent political class. And like you were alluding to, which I'm happy to get into in a bit, um, this cover up operation Um, goes actually all the way to the Pentagon. And I think the important point to underscore here is how secretive these operations are to really run cover for Ukraine, how secretly and how clandestine that they've been conducted.
0: Well, no, I want to go to your to to one of your latest reports because now and here's the thing. I don't maybe just for we go to that. And and, and I know you're pressed for time and we are, too, because I get to Ben. In the CCP, I understand it, although we finance and set massive amounts of capital. I mean, it's a country of 1.4 billion people. It's an ancient civilization. Uh, we've used it as a slave labor manufacturer. I mean, there was an industrial internal logic. that you see how it could play out? And you could tell that very, very simply. And you could see how all the pieces align together around that industrial logic of, of, of why China and why the CCP is the overlords. You also knew that the CCP also had other wealth, either their central bank, you know, just paper generator, but you could see how the corruption, the influence peddling came back, the washing of the money and coming back. The Ukraine, it doesn't really have any, I mean, it's got, you know, it's wheat and it's obviously a farmland. It's got natural resources, I think, on the border where it's industrial power, but it's, it's nothing in, even in concept to our industrial, there's no internal industrial logic of why it would take such a central place. There has to be something else. I mean, and you're getting into, you're going to tell us about your latest report, but there's something, and this one doesn't make sense to me. It never has. Why is this place to take such a central aspect? Why are so many policymakers? This is everything. Why uh, does it seem like the Bidens, you know, he left, uh, which is unheard of. It's never happened. He took off a couple of days before we came to power in 17, and he went over there and took a trip over there what is it about the Ukraine? The the elite capture or merger of the CCP, I can understand. I can say, I don't agree with it. Obviously, we're fighting, we're the number one fighters and you've dedicated much of your life to it. But I can see how that can happen. Here, there's something wrong that I don't even see how this could happen. Yet it is as paramount in this city right now, almost as the CCP, as a center of things, of of an axle that so many things revolve around. Ma'am.
1: Yeah, it's it's bizarre, but I will do what I do best and and link it to the Chinese Communist Party, and and I think here's why you know, you're talking about how Ukraine existing in a vacuum, just looking at it as a country from a geopolitical threat or or ally, it doesn't really have much to offer. But unfortunately for Ukraine, uh, at least from the eyes of of our you know intellectual superiors here, the Atlantic Council groups of the world, they sort of exist as the foil to Russia. And I think in order for our ruling class to have some sort of a common enemy, right, they can't really unload on the Chinese Communist Party. So they have to make Russia the ultimate threat. So Russia sort of, I think, is is really, un- I mean, again, we're obviously not hardcore pro-Russia here, but Russia is, I think, unfortunately, an unnecessarily maligned to sort of overcompensate for the fact that the deep state here, that the kind of globalist ruling class can't actually criticize China or the Chinese Communist Party or call them out as the geopolitical threat they are because they're so deeply compromised and so deeply in bed with them. Whereas a lot of the criticisms that they hurl against Russia, whether it's, you know, election influence, uh, foreign influence operations, you know, nine times out of ten, you can cross out the headlines when these people write stories about Russia And what they're doing with Trump, as we know from the Durham report, it's all fake. Uh, But you can swap in China because China's guilty of basically everything they accuse Russia of doing, but to the one millionth degree. So I think, unfortunately, for Ukraine's sake, because our intellectual superiors, the deep state apparatus here detests Russia so strongly, you obviously see that in the case of the Russia hoax, um, Ukraine has to prevail. Um, otherwise, their entire really worldview, right, all of the papers that are coming out of the Atlantic Council, um, the Truman National Security Project, all the think tanks that are here in Washington, D.C., um, if Russia prevails, their entire worldview, which is really what undergirds a you know billion dollar nonprofit NGO grift operation? What's that's what it is? It's information laundering. Um, they are very much in the business of seeing Russia fail, and I think unfortunately for Ukraine, just because they're on Russia's border, they are now going to see these people pushing for them to keep fighting Russia, keep this war ongoing. Um, When it doesn't really have to do with Ukraine, I mean, and of course, there's the defense contractor aspect too. they since Trump didn't start any new wars, they need a new cash cow. All I could say is I wish these defense contractors saw our southern border as an opportunity to make money and and create, you know, and deploy weapons as they did the border of Ukraine, but I won't hold my breath for that.
0: Natalie, tell us about your latest, because now you're starting to get into this, and you've got an amazing kind of a blockbuster report to kind of kick things off. Walk us through it.
1: Yeah, this is wild. I think this is the best evidence of uh, no conspiracies, only coincidences. But in this case, I think it it very well may be a conspiracy. So less than a week after Ukraine was invaded, that was February 24th of 2022, we now have uh, obtained internal documents Um, because this was supposed to be a very secretive operation it was never really supposed to leak the stories from the intercept Um, the pentagon established this is the name of it this is not war room this is the actual name the influence and perception management office which was explicitly tasked with countering disinformation and misinformation and if you really get into the nitty-gritty of what uh, this operation this little sort of sub office is tasked with doing um, it's really about spreading propaganda and that's not me being hyperbolic that's basically enshrined in this entity's mission statement and also in that same time period they launched the defense military deception program office which was tasked with quote sensitive messaging deception influence and other operations in the information environment and I'll read very quickly I know we're short on time but I think it's worth noting because like I said this this operation this article from the intercept it stresses this was never supposed to leak it only got out because a document that was uh, being written up solely for the confines of academia um sort of leaked to the press and then they were able to reverse engineer through some budget reports that this entity had been receiving millions of taxpayer dollars to conduct these operations but they have a little case study um outlining what exactly this office is supposed to do and this is what it says Let's say DOD wants to influence country A's leaders to stop purchasing a weapon system from country B. Assuming the IPMO, that's the Influence and Perception Management Office, has worked to establish the desired behavior change, how might key influencers be identified that have sway over these leaders' thought processes, beliefs, motives, reasoning, etc.? Thereafter, assuming an influence strategy is developed, how might the DIE or IC determine if DOD's influence activities are working. So it really shows you an elaborate influence operation campaign. I would argue this is being used, if not, well, definitely explicitly, if not exclusively, when it comes to Ukraine. Um, But I also think the concerning aspect of this and what the Intercept article really goes into is that there's nothing really in uh, the mission statement or guidelines of this entity, of this new newly launched office. That prevents them from using these same tactics against the American people, whether it's contained to the issue of Ukraine and trying to artificially manufacture really astroturf support for the issue, um, or frankly, any issue with that. And as someone who has read way too many uh, government databases about the money that they spend to counter misinformation and disinformation here domestically, this sounds eerily similar. Um, and the millions of dollars that they're they're getting to to push this operation is also very concerning because it's, it's a pretty hefty budget.
0: Is this going to uh, is the our purpose here? We're going to try to get this so the, the appropriators know about this. They can zero this out. I mean, the end game here really is not even an investigation. Th- this could go away if we made sure no cash was allocated to this. Is 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 this one of the driving angles of attack of your investigation that. Here, you don't need a bunch of, uh, uh, call them before the Oversight Committee or the Weaponization, or this is a Armed Services DOD, and the appropriateness guys say, hey, this is not right, this, get, th- this gets to the heart of Russ Votes, the woke and weaponized uh, massive budget of the federal government.
1: Yeah, I think this is weaponization at its its finest. Um, I think we're still, honestly, in the early stages, though, of actually understanding what exactly this office is. Like I said, this never was supposed to leak, and when they've tested, when they've had people who should know about it um, testify in front of Congress before, they've always been very vague when even pressed, sort of generally in, in the direction of the existence of this office. So I think they should obviously have a hearing explicitly addressing this because, like you said, this is, I think, a glaring example of weaponized government. I'm sure it's being used for woke purposes, too. But the fact that they are engaged in propaganda campaigns internationally and likely domestically using taxpayer funds secretly, I mean, it checks all the boxes. Um, for a weaponized government against the American people, let alone to defend uh, the territorial integrity of Ukraine while our southern border is being breached to high heaven. Um, It's, I mean, I I always say I can't believe it, but unfortunately in Joe Biden's America, whenever I say that, I then pause and say, well, actually I 100% can.
0: Uh, by the way, this is why Natalie came back to the imperial capital to, to, to lay wood to this amazing uh, initial start. How do people get to your writings? How do they get you on social media? How do they get to all of it, Natalie?
1: Make sure you go to warroom.org and sign up for the newsletter. And if you want to follow me, I am Natalie G. Winters on all platforms.
0: Natalie, thank you. I know you're busy today. Thank you very much. Uh, great to have you on. Thank you. Okay, uh, man, I got to tell you, I want everybody to read this article. Your head will blow up. I want to bring in um, now uh, Brother Harnwell, and I'm just going to turn to you because you, you've got a certain logic, you know. What and look, this is a uh, strategic situation report, and the reason I wanted Ben to focus on this over a couple of days, he hasn't been on the show and we do the special on Friday, was that I, I can see where some of this media narrative is going. And number one, you can see a big shift here. They're obviously they are they are scared to their, the death that the war has got Natalie Winters back here now to investigate. That you've got Russ Votes organization that's really questioning the funding here. That you've got—we're in this huge budget fight, and we haven't even mentioned—I'll be honest, the, Ukraine did not come out of the first budget fight. But it, I can see the trend line where it's going—that it is going to start coming out. And at the same time, they're starting—they're starting to lay the groundwork for. Oh, this is going to be a long campaign that we could be here forever. We've got to take the long view of this thing. So, Ben, I know you've got a, a bunch of ways you want to do this. We've got eight minutes left in the first segment. Then we got the entire second segment. So go ahead and take it away, sir.
2: Good evening, Steve. Well, here's an article that was in yesterday's Financial Times. Um, and the headline is Ukraine's allies Fair military support will fade in U.S. election year. Adding that European capitals are concerned that divisive Washington politics will jeopardise aid levels when the forty-eight billion-dollar package expires, Um, and it's basically uh, an article here, which is a bit of truth. This is this is the mainstream media specialisation. I'm going to go into this um, in the second segment. a bit further it's it's the mainstream media specialization because they tell you a bit of truth but they absolutely distort uh, the context of that truth um, and and a very misleading narrative so you're never quite if that if the mainstream media is your only source of information you're never really going to have a handle on what the events are and what are the what are the underlying causes for the events that you can see um here but lurking behind This uh, article is the fear that something will change fundamentally in the dynamic um, of America's support for the for financing the Ukraine war next year, towards the end of next year, and that's obviously the twenty twenty four presidential election. Um, And what they're never quite telling you is that obviously Biden's got a got a, a time frame to funnel as much money as he possibly can into Ukraine because after. The, the elections in November next year, the, the situation um, uh, will change. And what they're not telling you, they're, they're sort of hinting at it, they're sort of like that, the proverbial elephant in the living room and they're sort of edging around it, is that the reason that Trump is, uh, one of the reasons that Trump is, is considered um, to win, the many valid and viable reasons, is of course that he's against um, an open-ended aid to, um, to Ukraine. And I think a lot of people are hoping that he's actually going to go a, a lot further. His own remarks are that he'll have this uh, both sides sitting down and negotiating in 24 hours and the war will end in 24. hours. And I absolutely believe him on that. But of course, the point is that it's the American people, a um, large part of our audience here, Steve, on the war room. It, it, it's mad that he's behind President Trump that doesn't want to see further
0: tax dollars. And this this, this gets to some of the other articles later, but do you think the Financial Times, look, the Economist and the Financial Times, and and I recommend people subscribe to them. You will see how these are the information platforms for your overlords. Let me just be blunt. It's the way the system works. We're trying to disrupt that. We're trying to stop it. And we are making huge progress with the way the system works. Do you believe, as you read this, Ben, that it is not just the capitals that are worried about this, but it's the Financial Times of London and The Economist, the information network that understands, because they monitor the war room, they see where this is going, they see the intensity that people come on here. So it's just not the European capitals. They're actually sending out a flare that unless the the apparatus comes together and comes together quickly— you're going to have this populist, nationalist America First movement in the United States actually do the unthinkable, which is to, to, because it's never happened before. We've never, it never happened in Vietnam. It didn't happen in Iraq. It happened in Afghanistan. We're actually a populist movement said, we're going to choke out the money. We're going to choke down the spending. In your mind, is this the capitals of London or is capitals of Europe really saying this? Or is this the Financial Times and The Economist sending up a flare? That they better get focused, or they're about to lose. Or uh, Uncle Sugar is going to go away.
2: Well, looking at the, a lot of the, the unsourced, um, anonymous quotes from senior European diplomats in this article, that
0: conveniently—and
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm not—I'm not saying these sources don't exist, or that the quotes are made up. They're absolutely—I abs- think they are genuine. <laughs> But I think that illustrates the fact that, 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 that these sources are saying exactly the point that the FT is making here, that, that, that it's all a continu- it's a continuum, Steve, as you were saying, that's the perfect word, to this. it's a continuum. You've got the mainstream media, you've got the military-industrial complex, you've got the Fed, um, and you've got all these, all of these and um, various organs. Um, and they, may, they might not be formally or officially tied together. But they are all in the business of keeping the the system going and that's what i'm going to come back to in, in, the, in the second se- segment keeping this system going because they make the money right they make the money me, and let, let, the ordinary working yeah. guy gets nothing
0: be, be, before you pivot off i also think it's a good time i want everybody when we talk about the system when we talk about these articles more than ever, because this whole debt ceiling uh, debate is about the currency and about the, the destruction of the U.S. dollar. And that's why the FT, the, 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 the fiscal domination you've had of these governments and these uh, legislatures in Europe have led their central bankers also just to keep printing money. That's stopping because of the inflation. Uh, it's starting to happen here. But to be in the middle of this debate, you need to be fully armed with as much information as possible. That's why to go to Birchgold dot com slash Bannon right now. You get the three-part series, the three-part series, The End of the Dollar Empire, all for free, and you can download, you can download the, the last part, the one we just came out with, which is called The Debt Trap. And this puts you right into the middle of what we're trying to use one framing device in the Ukraine to try to explain how the entire system is essentially rigged against you and rigged for them. So you go and you get The Debt Trap, you get all the nomenclature, you get all the process. Plus, uh, if you've got time, go to the other parts of the site, you can get to Philip Patrick and all his great advisors, understand when the Financial Times of London's reporting or the economists reporting that the central banks, not so much in Western Europe, although it's happening, but the central banks in Africa, the central banks in Asia, in India, in China, in Japan, uh, in Russia, uh, and also uh in, in, in parts of the Caribbean, central banks are buying more gold than they've ever purchased. Twenty twenty two was a record year in 2023, starts off even as a bigger year. So you need to understand that. We don't give personal financial advice on this show. We give you macro, which we think some of the macro trends are, as Wall Street would call it. Uh, but this is a trend that you need to now get into your personal life and get more information. And you do that, they got the 401ks, the IRAs, but it all gets down to precious metals as a hedge, not just against bad times, but also against inflation and the destruction of your currency. What Ben Harnwell is talking about, we're going to get some more of these articles from the from the press, particularly in Europe, talking about the situation in Ukraine. Ukraine is central to the rot we've got in this uh, administrative state, of deep state. Ben Harnwell is going to join us from Rome, and I really appreciate it. He looks He's Natalie Attired on a Friday evening here in the War Room. Short commercial break. Back in a moment. In today's world, we face challenges like government overreach, attacks on communication, global conflicts, and natural disasters. And relying on your cell phone in these scenarios simply won't cut it. That's why I've been partnering with Satellite Phone Store over the last year to help you stay prepared and ensure your vital communication remains private. They're one of America's largest satellite telecom companies with thousands of happy, well-prepared customers. For a limited time, get an InMarsat, Insat phone, or Iridium 955 satellite phone for free. Let me repeat that. An InMarsat, ISAT phone, or Iridium 955 satellite phone for free. These are top of the line. Iridium phones work anywhere on earth with a clear view of the sky cell coverage reaches only seven percent of the earth while iridium covers 100% of the earth satellite phones provide secure communication with no tracking or eavesdropping even the US military uses iridium if cell towers go down for any reason your satellite phone still works now don't miss this offer in addition we work with the folks at the satellite phone store to secure a special discount for our subscribers. Use promo code Steve50 to waive the fifty-dollar activation fee. Let me use that again. The promo code Steve50, Steve50, to waive the fifty-dollar activation fee and get ten percent off products like generators, Faraday bags, or solar panels in May with code Steve2023. Let me give that to you again. You get 10% off products like generators, the Faraday bags, or solar panels in the month of May with code STEVE2023. Now visit Satellite Phone Store today. Go visit sat123.com. That's sat123.com. Life can change in an instant, so don't wait. Stay prepared, connected, and protect your privacy. Visit sat Junk science, that's what the doctor called many of those fruit and vegetable supplements. Junk science because they use extracts of common produce department fruits and vegetables with few health benefits. Now look, I take field of greens because it's the whole organic fruit and vegetable, not a watered down supplement, and it's backed by a better health promise. Each ingredient in Field of Greens was scientifically chosen to support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidney health. Others support my immune system, blood pressure, metabolism, and healthy weight loss. I don't eat as healthy as I should. I got that. I know it. I own it. That's why I take Field of Greens. Like me, you'll probably look and feel healthier fast and have way more energy. And I mean way more energy. But your best proof will be at your next check checkup. when your doctor says, hey, whatever you're doing, it's working, keep it up. Let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com. That's fieldofgreens.com. And use promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at fieldofgreens.com. Take action, action, action. Do that today. Right now, many Americans are feeling powerless. You know the feeling. The economy isn't stable, crime continues to plague our communities, and those in charge do not seem to care. There's something empowering about knowing that you have the skills to defend yourself, and that's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to drive fire practice with your actual firearm at any time, in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range, and you will save a ton of money on practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, increase reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. iTarget comes in all the major calibers, including 223. so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus, get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, when you go to itargetpro.com or right now, don't rely on the government to make you feel safe. Empower yourself with itargetpro. That's the letter itargetpro.com. itargetpro.com and the offer code is Bannon.
3: War room battleground with Stephen K. Bannon.
0: Okay, welcome back, uh, Ben Harnwell in Rome. Ben, are you are you coming in fr- from the evening? Or are you about to go out? You look like a Natalie attired. You look like a, a, an Englishman trying to uh, pass yourself off as an Italian playboy. What are you going out or coming in? <laughs> um, I should be going out shortly, but I. <laughs>
3: I like to think I like to think that I cultivate the image of being
2: a, a constantly a playboy that occasionally has to come in uh, to, to the office to do some work. But, but my life, but my life is, is generally uh, um, that. So um, before moving on to, to foreign policy, I just want to to give an example. Um, back onto the FT that we're talking at the FT article we're talking about just a moment or so ago, because this is exactly how they work, and then I'm going to take that further in, 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 and unravel it a little bit more in uh, foreign policy. They've got a quote here uh, talking about what happens when the, the, the $54 billion uh, aid package, present aid package to Ukraine expires, and this is expected um, to, to run out in about five months, and they're talking about the, the, the various dynamics um, to do with reauthorizing further support, which will take place uh, this autumn in the US Congress. And here is, here's how they do it. Here's how they tell you a bit of truth, but then kick so much sand over it, you won't actually realise um, what, what the, the dynamics are. Here's a quote that, that, they, that the FT has, uh, one of the few that is actually attributed to somebody, uh, citing US... Democratic Senator Chris Murphy, who's a member of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, and he says what Donald Trump says has a lot of impact on how difficult this issue becomes in Congress, and that's true, that's absolutely true, because Donald Trump is now totally in command of the GOP. The deflection comes in the continuation of the quote, and it says his position on Ukraine funding. Will have a lot to do with what happens if we need to reauthorize support well Steve that's absolutely wrong it's the other way around right it's when it's the the reauthorizing of support will have a lot to do on what Donald Trump's position is Uh, and that's an, an illustration I think of how the mainstream media don't want people to know what is happening in the United States right now the support, the anger uh, that, that is building up against a failing regime. Okay, so now I'm going to pivot over to this article um, in Foreign Policy, which I read every day when I'm not out, uh, being my uh, Playboy um, uh, image uh, persona. Here's the here's the headline: The era of neoliberal U.S. foreign policy is over. Um,
0: Now, hold on. Now, that headline, that headline's tied to the first. Hang on. That headline's tied to the first. And for everybody in the war room, Posse, the neoliberal neocon world order, because that's what we live under, right? This post-war international rules-based order for foreign policy who's make their lives on the on supporting and promulgating the tenets of the post-war liberal international rules-based order this should this, this this should rip their hearts out i mean and this is one of our objectives one of our objectives to say that order has allowed the chinese communist party and other nefarious actors to game it to the destruction of the united states and in the, the rise of our en- enemies on the eurasian landmass so i would normally when i saw that you sent to me this morning it it should warm the cockles of my heart should it not ben harnwell
2: well, it should do because it, it's true. But what they're doing is it's not true for the reasons that that, that, they're, um, that they're explaining. Here's the the, the pitch. First, they tell you a little bit of truth, and then they kick the sand over it, so you won't really understand the context of that truth. Um. So first of all, the first of all that think that the, the, the trick, the conceit of the article, is to deflect attention from really what the international rules-based order is a system of. And do like a bait and switch and pretend that it's something else that has been rejected. And um, it says here that, the, that the, uh, the neoliberal Washington consensus, which emerged in the 1980s, is, is focused on, and it cites four things here, deregulation, privatisation, austerity and trade liberalisation. We know there is some of that, but let's just have a quick look, a very quick look at those four attributes and say why that's not. What is being rejected across the world deregulation is simply a, a better means of running a lot of uh, essential uh, public services um sorry privatization that's privatization Deregulation is simply getting the state out of private life and, and business life austerity what they call austerity is simply the the, the requirement that governments over the course of the, of the economic cycle don't spend more wealth than that that uh, economy has created um, and and trade liberalization well uh, there are aspects of globalization which are being rejected after one country and another but that's not really the issue The the issue here is that what is being rejected is what we're saying in the first segment what you just said in your introduction is this rules-based order which gains the system in favor of the elites and leaves the ordinary working guy with absolutely nothing. Here, here is actually the truth. It says here, elite, elite self-dealing, creating a safety net for the rich and doling out market discipline for everyone else. That is almost I would say "Bannonism 101, because I've heard you say this so many times. uh, This is this is the perversion of the system, which has socialism for the very rich and the very poor. And everyone else is is, is abandoned with a sort of extreme radical Darwinist uh, 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 sense of uh, economics, which gives them absolutely no support whatsoever. Uh, And it's interesting here to see in buried in this article here, is a little gem of truth, which could have been said by you on, on, on any episode of The War Room. Uh, what they're trying to do here, because, oh, yes, it is the international rules-based order, which is now, it, its day is done, and it is now passing. What they're trying to do, so you would think, from anyone who's been watching 20, uh, politics on 2015 onwards, you would think that they might cite one of the principal Uh, proactive agents of this the the challenging of this order uh, on the international scene and that's Donald Trump. They don't cite it at all. What they're trying to do and here's the deflection is suggest that actually this uh, the the end of the international rules-based order is is actually being brought about by the current White House uh, administration Um, and I will just read this this paragraph, a short paragraph um, and then I will just attack each single point in there to illustrate how absurd this is uh, as, as an argument uh, in what is a, supposed to be a serious foreign affairs um, publication for for four decades the dominant view in both u.s parties was a neoliberal approach to economics at home and abroad that's broadly true okay but april 27th 2023 marked the day the Global Justice Movement's memo finally landed in Washington. So this isn't the Trump Revolution. This isn't MAGA. This isn't sort of uh, Trump coming down the golden staircase. Uh, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan gave the most significant foreign policy speech, and thus far, by any Biden administration official. It's effectively announced that the era of neoliberal foreign policy is over. Steve, what is this? This is a pathetic attempt on behalf of the mainstream media to take ownership for a failed regime of a movement which is latent in the American people, and not only the American people, but in uh, uh, countries right across the world, that they are fed up and they have okay. no more patience and they will not tolerate the, hang, being hang, impoverished.
0: Hang, hang on. Hang This is the key point, and this is why this is signal, not noise, and what the show specializes in, in making sure a working-class and middle-class neighborhood, a, a population understands it. I want to hit rewind. The neoliberal, neocon world order is what we're trying to shatter. And the reason is it's been built upon your back, your tax dollars, your pension fund money that have shipped the jobs over to China and your sons and daughters that have gone and fought in these foreign bat- fought and died and bled on these foreign battlefields, that order on the America First must be turned around to a nationalistic order based upon our sovereignty in the, in the system that was set up uh, in the Treaty of Westphalia, the Westphalian system based upon the nation state where the citizen is actually supreme. What they're doing here, they understand that we're taking down this order. They understand the Trump movement is taking down this order. What they're trying to claim, and this I want to go back and hit that again, but they're, they're trying to claim, oh, that they're seeing that it can no longer go forward and they're going to be, going to be the crafters of what comes next. That is a bald face lie. That is a bald face lie. This is collapsing because of the power of this audience. This is collapsing, and it gets back to the first article. The ability to say, we're not going to do this anymore in Ukraine. We're not going to send our sons and daughters. We're not going to continue to fund this. And it started out small. And remember, all the Republican, uh, um, you know, thinking, standard thinking, it was, oh, you know, they 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 bitch slapped uh, Ron DeSantis when he got a little bit out of line just to say, oh, no, we have no uh, focus on a border eight ten thousand 10,000 miles away. It should be in our southern border. The breaking of that and understanding that the FT and the economists and the capitals of Europe, that the money's going to, Uncle Sugar's going to cut the money off gets them to, they understood this is happening. This is why Jake Sullivan and others are out trying to spin it and try to craft what the follow-on is, which is just going to be this under a different guise. No, we're going to break this system, Ben Harnwell.
2: It's absolutely right, Steve. Um, It's almost laughable that a magazine, a newspaper like Foreign Policy, will will try to airbrush MAGA out of the photo which is what they're trying to do here. They're trying to suggest that the revolution, which showed its power, showed its strength from 2015 onwards, simply, it has passed them by It's if it it never happened. And they are trying to take ownership of the anger um, and the disgust that is out there. Because exactly as as you say, they're going to try to re-propose what comes next. And of course, what comes next is basically going to be, for them, because this is this is why these people exist. They exist to profit out of the system. What comes next is going to be exactly what went before, but packaged differently with different names, and it won't work because people have, have wised up to it. And of course, they're not going to be in power any anymore because they. This is the thing about the America First Revolution in the United States is that it really does on this. It really does. What you see on the label is what's in the tin. It really is an overthrowing
0: of this product regime. Hang on a second. Okay. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to make a deal with you. We're either going to get you on tomorrow on the Saturday show. If we can't, you may have stuff you're doing over the weekend. We'll get you on Monday, but you got too much to go through here, and the first two have been so great. There's a lot going on. reason I want to do um, Ukraine tonight, because it's central to what's going on in this apparatus, as I said, the beating heart of this Ukraine situation, and it's on many levels, is at the heart of what, how this reg- illegitimate regime is trying to rule over us. If we can pick the lock on Ukraine, so much of their, what they're working on collapses around it. That's why we've been so maniacally focused on stopping this madness. And all I can say is that if they'd listened to War Room and, and if they had backed the War Room posse early on, there be, I don't know, fifty or sixty thousand dead civilians in Ukraine that would not be dead today. The the country has actually been caught. The havoc over there is is is, is heart rendering when you see these cities that have actually been leveled, like cities worse than World War One. Many of them look like Dresden and World War Two. Ben, before we go, uh real quickly, how do people follow you over the weekend on your social media?
2: Thanks, Steve. It's uh my social platform media of choice simply my surname um at honwell there um, and i'm also uh, there's a great article here, so put out um on the war room.org newsletter um uh which i write exclusively for that newsletter um and if folks want to get hold of these things they, sh- they really should be registering for that newsletter via the website so that's
0: how also how, 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 how how do they how how do they register for the newsletter? I want to make sure we're not we're not great about getting out information to folks. How do people how do people uh, get the uh, newsletter?
2: It, it couldn't be easier. Just go to warroom.org. There's a little box there that asks for your email address. There's a little pop-up thing as well that you can also use and just put in your your email address and click uh, enter. Uh, and that registers you for the, uh, the, the newsletters. There are a number of newsletters that we send out, but there's also the, the exclusive new, uh, uh, articles that I'm writing, Natalie's writing, Jalen's writing, um, and it's a great meeting. So these things aren't on, on, on our Getter profiles. So this is original, exclusive material that is only there via the site.
0: Yeah. No, it's incredible. Uh, ben, thank you. Go back to your business, and we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you, sir.
2: I'm going go to go to Christine Dolan. Uh, uh,
0: go back to your Playboy roots, right. Uh, the, Christine Dolan joins us. There's, there's an event happening on a Sunday in Greenwich, Connecticut. Uh, the great El Todd Woods and, of course, his, all his great news sites, Creative Destruction Media or CDM, I guess they call it now. Christina, tell us about what, what's going on. Why is it important for people in the region uh, to attend?
3: Well, Stephen, thank you for having me on. Um, this is actually an American Conversations, and it's a town hall concept that I created in 2014. And this is after um, Obama had said that ISIS was a JB team, and so we—I decided then what planet was I living on—and we decided to see if there was a thirst for information of the stories behind the headlines at the time. And it's a—it's a, it's a forum where conversation and an engagement. With the audience, with a panel of experts, and this one is particularly poignant right now because we're going to have people who are were born in other countries. Um, we're going to have she, Van Fleet, who I, I think people know about, who went before the school board in Loudoun County a couple of years ago. Kimberly Fiorello, who was born in South Korea. Uh, we're going to have Professor Jason uh, Hill, who was born in Jamaica as well as Mary Holland, who was was now with the team Kennedy and Kevin Jenkins and our good friend, Jackie Holman, who's with the Greenwich Patriots. But we're going to be focusing on the children. And basically, we're going to be covering anything from the sex indoctrination to, you know, all of the health clinics that they want to have. And now they've decided there's only two genders voted on by some people in uh, Connecticut. So it's going to be, it's a format where people show up. It's from four to six. It's at the Hyatt Regency in Old Greenwich. And it's its a way for people to really figure out what's really happening, especially with the books that are in the library. Because a lot of people are not going to the libraries and looking at the books.
0: You know, you think, uh, by the way, I want to give it again uh, real quickly because we're out of time. You would think that Greenwich, because it's the wealthiest city in the world, maybe Palm Beach, you would think the elite would be uh, would be protected. They're not. It's in Greenwich as much as anywhere else. Everybody's kids are exposed to this. How do people go? I want to make sure for the live part of it, where do they go tonight on Friday night? Where do they go to sign up? Where do they go to find out more information to be able to get there? It's 4 to 6 at the Hyatt in, in Old Greenwich. Where Where do they go tonight to find out more about this?
3: They can go to our site, Steve. Cdm and then that has an events up on the right hand corner. They just drop that down, and the events invitation will be there.
0: Are they? Are you going to live stream it also, or can we get a video after us because we want to put this one to cut? We want to cut segments, or we'll get the whole. We'll put it up on Get or Live. Are you guys going to live stream?
3: We're going to live stream it as well. Yes, we will, and we can. And we can. You know, we'll, okay. We'll, it. Um, but yes, I mean, it's so we're going to people- we're going
0: to we're going to put we're going to put it up. We're going to put up on Getter Live. I want everybody to know this? I'll talk about it more on Saturday morning. We're going to put this up live to Starbucks. The panel sounds amazing. Absolutely amazing.
3: Panel, uh, you were going to say, why is, this,
0: why is it? Yep.
3: I just want to say this to you. It's important for people to know, especially in the. Uh, when people start talking about the money and the budgets, the Biden ATM machine is throwing money to attack the kids with CRT, uh, General Ron Bishop, who's head of STARS. He's an expert on CRT, DEI, SEL. I mean, people have to know that there is big money from the Biden ATM presidency that's going down to the states and they're basically targeting the kids and the families. And anytime you tell a child, you know, not to say anything to your parents, that's predatory. That's exactly how predators keep secrets and, and they, they coerce these kids. So what I'm coming out and saying is, if people do not get a handle on this and the sex indoctrination, we're going to see a generation of pedophiles. It is really serious. got to get on top
0: of it, situation.
3: Christine. Yeah. And as, especially- We're gonna be all over this. right. Uh,
0: Thank you very much. We're going to live stream this. I'm going to make a, a further announcement on the Saturday morning show to get to make sure we have a huge audience for this. Fantastic panel. Thank you for doing this. The El Todd Woods team over at CDM Media. Thank you, ma'am. Crom, uh, I've only got about 60 seconds. Just tell us how we got to order. This is optimizes cholesterol, your cholesterol health. You need a heart. You need a heart of a lion. How do people get salty? Where do they go? We know they know why they need it. Where do they go? Steve, go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com and enter the code warroom at checkout. And when you do that, you'll get 50% off on your first shipment. And then on an ongoing basis, we'll send you a 90 day supply every 90 days. And, And what you get, you get three bottles for the price of two. We always pay the freight. And Steve, once again, thank you so much for having me on your show. What do you? The reason we do it, prom, is the war room posse loves this. There, I'm always getting text messages and people saying thank you. So look, fabulous! The uh, concentration of green tea for your health. You need to have a hard yes. line. Prom Carmichael, thank you very much. Make sure you go. We get it up. We'll have it on the site, everywhere. Tomorrow morning, we're going to be hitting it. We want you in the war room. See you tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. that's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. War room Health, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications